You sit back and watch for the bullshit. Because you know what's coming. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. You know what's You know what's, you know what's Six. I'm Brian Simpson, your host. Of course I am. Who else would I be? Uh, I'm gonna start today just because this this is uh this has just been, I guess, all over the news today. Uh, Alex Jones, the uh the crazy conspiracy, like king conspiracy. He's the king of all the conspiracy nuts. Um, he was recently banned from Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Spotify, and YouTube. Um, like him, his Infowars imprint. Like everything having to do with this motherfucker. Um, and basically the reason they gave is that you know, they were disgusted with some of the claims we were making, like the Sandy Hook shooting being the fake. Um, and convincing people that they should buy bogus supplements. And uh, and generally just being harassing and racist hate speech. Now, a lot of people feel like, oh, this is a... This is a slippery slope. You know, if we ban Alex Jones from saying whatever he want to say, then, then that's going to mean people will control what I say. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, first of all, I mean, Alex Jones ain't going to disappear. They didn't execute the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Um, And, and maybe, maybe you have a point. I don't know. But the biggest point, the biggest thing to me that I think is being missed at all of this is fuck these companies. Who is this? Apple, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube. I, I mean, I don't understand why they decide to take this stance now. It's the same thing with, with Disney and the James Gunn firing, right? It's like, did, you knew about this shit before. Okay, first of all, those are two separate things. I don't know if I already said this about the James Gunn thing, but I mean, holy shit. Walt Disney is a renowned racist. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, as all the shit Walt Disney accomplished and like all the history that usually gets whitewashed, like racism didn't exist. I mean, that is like the third fact about Walt Disney that everyone brings up. Like if you if you bring up Walt Disney, they go, "Oh, he created Mickey Mouse. Oh, you know, he changed it." And then then the next thing is, oh, "Man, he was super racist." And and Disney tries to get up on their high horse by firing somebody, and we keep taking the bait. So like with Apple, so this thing with Alex Jones is like Apple Podcasts, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube. Did they know what the fuck Alex Jones was about? 
when they let him on. This this shit ain't been a secret. It ain't like this motherfucker came out the blue. Nah, cause the, cause before they were all so huge, they wanted that listenership to bolster their numbers. They don't give a fuck about the Sandy Hook victims. They don't give a fuck about the people that he swindles into buying bullshit products. They just want to look good. I don't know which one of them did it first, but the other three only did it so they don't look bad. Cause the other one did it. You know what I mean? It's like, and we fall for it. Like we should not hold these companies in some high regard because they banned Alex Jones. See, that's the danger to me. It's like they not banned because we take this as some kind of symbol of like some kind of victory. Like we're move, we're moving the needle. And really, they're just doing that shit for show. They will gladly take the next Alex Jones. Oh, it's just that his brand is, is, is tainted. But they don't care about his message for real. That's just a cop out. That's just a cop out. I mean, I mean, you're going to tell me this is him going too far? <laughs> Have you heard some of the crazy shit this motherfucker has said in the past? Let's look it up. I'm Googling it right now. Craziest shit that Alex Jones has said. Can I get a, a top 10? I guess I can't find a list because every single Google result is just talking about how he got fired from all these platforms today. I guess, okay, YouTube was the first. The Sandy Hook parents sue Alex Jones for getting harassing letters and all this. And don't get me wrong. I ain't out here caping for Alex Jones. Fuck him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he's clearly a con artist. But I'm saying, don't forget to shit on these companies. See, this is this is my problem with activism nowadays. This slacktivism is everyone's willing to fuck. Everyone's willing to give up. I mean, everyone is willing to be as loud as they need to be, protest as hard as they want to be, so long as they don't have to be uncomfortable or inconvenienced. Shitting on Alex Jones is easy. You want a fucking medal? <laughs> of course. He is He is openly a piece of shit. But I know goddamn well you ain't finna give up your Facebook, your YouTube, or your Apple Music. Or your Spotify, motherfucker. Because though that is the real evil, they enable this motherfucker knowing full well what he represents. So I don't, I don't buy that shit. I don't buy that little act, man. You know? And I don't care about Alex Jones. I mean, the reason why Alex Jones has been allowed to exist thus far, um, unscathed or what have you, is just because he wasn't taken seriously. You know, Alex Jones was, was out there screaming all this crazy shit before YouTube, before Spotify, before Apple. So... You know, but nobody took him seriously. These platforms gave him a wider audience. And some people would say perhaps legitimacy. I don't know how the fuck you could listen to that guy for longer than 30 seconds without thinking it's some kind of performance piece. 
or crazy person you're listening to. But people, these these motherfuckers are crazy, and and you know, and I don't know if you, um. I don't know if this helps. I don't know if banning Alex Jones does anything. I don't know if this costs him anything. I think it's going to further embolden, you know, his, <laughs> because think about it. If you are stupid enough to listen to Alex Jones and, and, and think that like, that's your source for what's going on in the world. You take that seriously. You'll follow that motherfucker anywhere. So I I don't know if they've gotten rid of Alex Jones. What they've done is they've severed their connection to Alex Jones. So it don't make them look bad no more. Because since he's in the public eye, because he's involved in this lawsuit with the Sandy Hook victims. But their hands are dirty too. Fuck them. You know, I, I, I just don't, I don't buy that little act. You know, and I hope you don't either. I don't fuck with Alex Jones, B. I mean, he wasn't he he was the one that perpetuated that whole Pizzagate scandal where they thought it was a a damn pedophilia ring secretly operating in DC out of a pizza parlor in the basement. Somebody was telling me about this tonight. Then a crazy motherfucker runs up in there with a gun. Asking to see the basement. There is no basement. And he shoots everyone. He shoots up the place. I don't know if he killed everyone. But he shoots up the place because there isn't a basement. And his whole, I don't know if his reality just fell the fuck apart. Or maybe he thought they were keeping a secret. I don't know. You just, you can't talk to conspiracy theorists, man. And, 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 and I have some friends that are conspiracy theorists. A lot not a lot, but a, too big of a contingency of comedians are conspiracy theorists. And you know what? They all have the same shit in common. Like to me, it's some, it's a, it's a disease. It's or disorder, you know, because, and, and don't get me wrong. I, look, there are legitimate conspiracies. There are legitimate things out there where shit don't add up, okay? But the difference is a, a, a regular person will see something that don't add up and go, I don't think that's what the fuck happened. A conspiracy theorist will see something that don't add up and go, I don't think that's what happened, but I'll tell you what did. With no evidence or nothing. They just... <laughs> They they just latch on to the most crazy out there explanation of the evidence they have or don't have, and then they and then they turn their lack of evidence into evidence itself. You know, like oh, well there oh, well, there are no documents. Well, that's proof right there. You know, unless we find a document that can be construed in some way to agree with our point. And then, then, then that's, that's evidence. Fuck these other hundred thousand documents that disprove us. That shit's all made up. But this, this one here, I just, I can't, I have friends that are conspiracy theorists. 
and I just avoid the, I just avoid the topics when I'm around him. You know what I mean? When you when you, when you're on this when you're on this rung of the comedy ladder, hey man, you got to preserve all your places to crash when you in other cities. You know, so you can't be you can't be calling motherfuckers stupid and shit. Like you know what I mean? You need to <laughs> you need you need them couches when you when you in Denver and when you in uh, you know <laughs> Colorado. Well, that's both Denver. Okay, anyway, uh, no. This is not about you if you're in Denver and you think I'm talking about well it might be. You know who you are. Um Yeah, but they all have the same shit in common. They all Because you know what it is? I've never met a conspiracy theorist that only only believes one conspiracy. They always believe them all. They always believe every single one. The moon landing was fake. The earth is flat. Sandy Hook was a false flag. Uh, you know, 9-11 was perpetrated by uh, the Bush administration. Like, just, you know, just, and, and, the, and the thing, all those things have in common is, there's no evidence. Do I, do I think the government lies? Sure. Do I think we always get the official, do I think the official story is always the exact thing that happened? No. But I don't claim to know what happened. Just because you don't know what the truth is, or, or just because someone lied to you doesn't mean that the next thought you have is the truth. You know what I mean? I, I just watched a video on, uh, I want to say it was on Vice. Uh... What's this motherfucker's name? Why don't they say his name? That's some great reporting there, Vice. Cut it out. Okay, his name is Nathan Oakley. Okay, and when you hear some of the shit I mean, his whole, his whole basis for thinking the earth is flat. Cause see, the, the, the flat earther shit is the one that really, really gets under my skin. Because that's such, that is, that is in such defiance of everything we know about physics and gra- astrophysics and chemistry and it's it's just in defiance of almost all almost every discipline of science and and this guy's whole basis is that his whole story is that he was uh he was on a plane he used to ride planes all the time and look out at the earth being flat from his plane when and then one day he goes home and he hears someone talking about it on the TV or on, on computer, I forget which. And it and he had an epiphany that the earth was flat. I mean, how how close-minded do you have to be to think that your perspective 
Like we know there's a such thing as optical illusions, right? Like we know that. You know, it's like it's like one of these motherfuckers will walk up to one of those posters that you got where you got to cross your eyes to see a different see with see the picture. They will walk up to one of those posters and just go, "What? It's just a bunch of dots. It's just a bunch of triangles, whatever." You don't know, but if you if you do this experiment, you'll see what the real picture is. I see what the real it's like. You would have that kind of argument with one of these people. It's like just. Just because the earth seems flat from your perspective. I mean, that's, that's why we have science. It takes, it takes the, your, your human bias as much as possible out of the process. God damn it. We, like, we literally, we literally have hundreds of thousands of pictures of the earth. We have millions of photos of other heavenly bodies. They're all around. Everything in space above a certain mass is round. It, it, I mean, or spherical is a more accurate term. It's like everything you see out there is spherical. Is that a hoax? Is that a coincidence? <laughs> the it, it it's like and he even says it at the end. Be, to, to believe the round Earth theory means that we're not special. That's what he's afraid of. It's not being fucking special. When I get more savvy with this editing shit, I'm gonna be able to take that. Matter of fact, I should call Tyrvera and ask him how he does that shit. But yeah, I need, I need, I, I wish I could take the audio off. The, I'm, a, you know what? I'm gonna do that shit. I'm gonna learn how to do it. I'm gonna drop it right in on y'all last watch. I'm gonna do it before I upload this motherfucker. Um, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It depends on how this next joint burns. You feel me? Mm. But uh. The, yeah, the, the the flat earth people, I mean, Jesus Christ. I just can't respect your intelligence. Because here's, no, no, you know what it is. Here's the wild shit, the wildest shit, is they're not stupid people. Not all of them. I mean, I, being a flat earther, I wish I could dismiss y'all as all idiots. But some, I know some very intelligent people that are also conspiracy theorists. They're brilliant in something else. I know some brilliant stand-up comics that are fucking insane conspiracy theorists. You know what I mean? I know some brilliant musicians. It's all artists, you know, but I know not just that. I know a couple of lawyers. You know what I mean? But it's still, it's like, God damn, I don't know, man. Because if, if I found out that like the doctor that was about to do my surgery was a conspiracy theorist, I wouldn't want that motherfucker operating on me. Which medical journal you believe in, nigga? You about to cut me open and cast a spell or you about to follow the fucking latest techniques. That's what I need. <laughs> I don't need a nigga that's doubting all of science. That's what I'm screaming at you. How you, how you a scientist and you, <laughs> uh, fuck man. We surrounded by these motherfuckers. 
I don't want a flat earther doing shit. Or, I don't want them doing nothing for me that's going to affect me. I don't want them motherfuckers cooking my food. I don't want that nigga driving my Uber. I don't, yeah, I don't want the motherfucker coming here to exterminate ants. I don't, none of that shit. Hell no. Because how did you, <laughs> how did you come at that conclusion? How do you write jokes? It's such a logical process. How do you write jokes when you, <laughs> God damn, that shit must take forever. I feel like, oh no. No, I promised myself I would not, I would not spend any more public time shitting on other comedians, okay? We do enough of that behind closed doors, all right? Unless you a fake comedian, check out episode five. If you're a fake comedian, I got no sympathy for you. All right? Doing comedy don't make you a comedian. Anyway, no, no, no. Nope, Brian, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right, guys, moving on. Um, I told you I'll always leave you with a little black history nugget. And here it go. Here it go. Uh, have you heard have you heard of my man? Um, damn, where are my notes? Obi Ekbuna. I hope I said that right. Obi Benu Ekbuna. Or maybe it's Obi Benu Because I'm only reading this, so don't shit on me for the pronunciation. Obi Benu Ekbuna. Obi Ekbuna. Um, along with uh, Darkest Ho, Linton Quezzy Johnson, and Olive Morris. Uh, they started what later became to be known as the British Black Panthers. That's right. There are black people in Britain too, getting shit on just like here back in the sixties. And uh, they started. They they were heavily influenced, of course, by the American uh, Black Panther Party. Um, uh, Malcolm X came there in uh, in nineteen sixty four. Um, and I think and Stokely Carmichael came there and gave a speech in like 1967 and it, and it, and it sort of lit the fire under this, under the British black empowerment movement. And these guys shortly thereafter started, uh, uh, the black, the British black Panthers. Now there's a big, huge key difference between the British Black Panther movement and the American one. And that is that uh, the British didn't have guns. But the British didn't have guns. They got they they got to show white America a lot of pictures of shotgun tote niggas walking down the street to scare the shit out of them here, which quickly turned the public against the American Black Panthers. Um, but the British don't have guns. Like the average person don't have, you know. And so um, they had to be a little trickier about it. But guess what? They still use the same tactics to dismantle them. Try to arrest them, the leadership under trumped up charges. 
um, um, uh, what was his name? Abuju. I'm, I'm gonna keep fucking his name up. No, Egbuna. Um, they arrested him for conspiracy to murder police officers after he wrote a pamphlet on how to resist unlawful arrest. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, but the thing is, I think the big difference between Europe and America is like, I feel like for the most part in Europe, the government is afraid of the people. Over here, it's the, it's the other way around. People are afraid of the government. Like over there, I mean, they try to raise this, <laughs> they try to raise the retirement age like two years and motherfuckers was in the streets. You know what I mean? Like in the buildings. Like hell no. You know, which, which fucking kills me. Cause I, I saw a thing the other day about, um, how like the, 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 the life expectancy is 80 years old and then the retirement age is 65. And so like, even if you work, you can work your whole life, make it, you only got 15 years to, 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 to enjoy the good life. And you old as fuck, <laughs> you know what I mean? And now social security ain't going to be there for us. So I, yeah, I don't even know how that's going to turn out. Um, but yeah, they dismantled the British black Panthers in the same way. Uh, you know, planting um, dissentants within the organization, created division, confusion, power struggles, and they and they um they fell apart in like 1974. They didn't even last that long. Um, and honestly, we wouldn't even know who the fuck they were if it wasn't for this one. Uh, this one photographer, what was his name? Shit. Wow, Brian, you're doing so good. You're doing so good. Uh, Neil Kinlock. Neil Kinlock, like, made himself the, uh, he made himself the, uh, he's the appointed photographer of, of them. And that's the only reason we even have a history of the British Black Panther movement. Um, Cause like a lot of black history, they get erased a lot. And it's, it's also weird too, because, um, you know, I noticed recently that I have international listeners and I decided to start looking for black international black history. And I realized like, yo, Britain, like we had this idea that like they were all, they were just all, but they were much more successful at the, at the erasure of black history in Britain than they were here in the United States. And that's saying something, boy. That's taking them off a cake. Like, it, you know, because when I, when I research uh, black British history, the stuff I find is always very short. Uh, a lot of it is hearsay, but, but, but not these in-depth um accounts of certain shit is like it's like they it's like you could you can see how it was purposely like wiped from the record like i probably have to go over there and find some old ass library where you still got a uh where they still using dewey decibel 
you know, not the digital joint where you still got to flip, where you got to flip through the cards. I got to find one of them over there to do some real research or something. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to episode six of BS with Brian Simpson. Um, if you have uh, anything that you want me to talk about, if you got any feedback, please email me at uh, BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com. Like I said, the website will be out soon, so that might change. If you if this if you're listening to this as like an old episode, um, I'm going to be in Boston uh, soon. From, from the, I'm gonna be there from the 9th to the 14th, and I'm gonna be on some shows, some shit there. Just keep an eye on my Instagram, BS Comedian, because I haven't finalized certain stuff with certain people. So, but I'm definitely gonna be performing for a few nights in Boston. So, uh, if you're gonna, if you hear this before the 9th of August, 2018, then uh, yeah, check, check on my Instagram, BS Comedian. Um, also, check out my. I was on recently on an episode of Bored with Comics uh, with. Uh, Isaac Allen, he's a door guy at the Comedy Store, uh, as well as uh, Jessica Wellington. She's also a door person at the Comedy Store, door woman. Um, they have a podcast called Board with Comics where we play a board game and <laughs> with just comics, and we record it, and it's hilarious. It was a lot of fun. I'm on their latest episode of that, so check that out. Um, yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of dope shit coming back. Now, um, I'm not gonna be back from Boston until next Wednesday, so I don't know if the next episode is gonna be a little late or whatever. But uh, it might, might or maybe skip that week. I don't know. Sometimes I'm feeling lazy, but I'm coming right back on the 15th. I'll be at the Venice, uh, the Venice Comedy Underground in Venice. Um, and uh, the next day, the 16th, I'll be at Tiger Tiger in San Diego. So, yeah, come check it out. Come check it out. Um, thank you once again for listening. BS with Brian Simpson. Hell yeah.